Hey everyone, welcome to TAP episode number 20. It's the 20th anniversary of the Aeropail. <laughs> was the 20th being weird measurements of time. <laughs> loose weeks. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Buzzard, uh, a.k.a. James McGarren. I'm uh, Dalton Runberg, a.k.a. Blue Chows. Jeff Lloyd, Funga. Roger Clark, at Roger Clark on Twitter. And we have a special guest with us tonight. It's Chris Jake, a.k.a. I am Chris for Life. <laughs> Thanks for being here, boy. We wanted to have you on the show for a very long time. Glad so to be here. Thanks thanks for joining us. Uh, I uh, was away last week and I was very sad uh, to miss the Freestyle Takeover episode because it was amazing. Uh, if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, you definitely gotta check it out. It Absolutely. Was, it was one of my favorites, which is why I was so sad that I was out. I was oh, in no. Vegas for con- the Consumer Electronics Show. No DDR machines this year. Well, DDR is a consumer electronic. <laughs> it so. is, yeah. Uh, I didn't see any of the Vegas crowd either at the uh, the Dave and Buster's over there, but uh, they have a but they have a pretty nice machine. Did I you saw... get pelted with basketballs? Uh, oh, uh, I did. Yes. There's like there's <laughs> like a the pop shot the, the basketball thing next to the DDR. Yeah, it's yeah. right next to it. It's <laughs> yeah. like the really big basketball machines. Yeah, too, so, so you got people like throwing the ball as much as they can, and then it bounces everywhere and just right. And seriously, like... there's like eight in a row. Yeah, it's it's a trap. I was playing a sixteen and just like just got hit in the head i was just like okay i'm done playing here now oh man that, uh, worse than hockey pucks yeah that's worse than hockey pucks and piano keys oh totally yeah, yeah. but uh yeah on that machine i saw uh the machine records were just totally taken by zero uh yeah. it was at the irvine tournament a uh, really good player uh do you remember what his real name was i forgot what his real name was x-e-r-o yeah so, i i did know at one point well shout outs to the uh i i should know <laughs> but <laughs> My mind is blanking, so... Well, anyway, so, yeah, the, the freestyle episode, I want to talk about it just briefly. I know there was a whole episode about it, but I just want to say it's, how it's amazing that DDR Ace is, like, bringing them out of the woodwork, too. It was, like, uh, it's really cool to see just, like, a whole other way to enjoy the game. Yeah. Like, just coming back to life. There were some freestyle people at D&B Saramonte last night. No way! Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Are they practicing for I, the I'm assuming they're practicing for the tournament. That's pretty sweet. Oh, okay. So I guess uh, there's something to look forward to then. For so that's uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Yeah, yeah. the 27th of uh, January. January 2018. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so you guys should definitely check it out. And this weekend we're going to be at Genesis, which for the uh, Extreme uh, Random Caprice tournament in oh. Oakland. Yeah, uh, in Oakland. Yeah, I know we're going a little out of order here, but I just <laughs> want to. I'm I'm super excited about all the DDR stuff coming out. And yeah. we'll be streaming it. Yeah, on the SF Evolved uh, Twitch Twitch account. So look out for that. Um, there's two machines that are going to be used for the tournament, but only one is going to be streamed from. So at a certain point, we'll cut the second machine and do like whatever it is, top eight or top four, whatever it has to be on the streaming machine. That way everyone can see the cool matches. Um, we'll see how that goes, though. Yep, should be fun. Yeah. Uh, come say hello if you're, uh, you're going to be in the neighborhood. Uh, so anyway, Chris, why don't you uh, give us a little little bio, just a brief bio about uh, how you got into DDR to begin with, uh, um, just in case nobody <laughs> knows who you are. Impossible. Okay. <laughs> uh, this well, is just it's the standard format. Yes. For those of you who don't know, I'm Chris Chike. I'm 26 years old. I started playing DDR in January 2005, so 13 years now. Um, really excited. I got. Really excited when uh, DDR Ace came out a year ago, and I've really got back into DDR ever since Ace came out. Um, so it's been a fun time. Did you take a break between when when DDR kind of died in the U.S. versus when Ace? Yeah, came out? I I didn't play as much when I went off to college. Um, 
and during high school when Guitar Hero was a big thing, I didn't really play much DDR then, so it was kind of like... Are you good at that game? <laughs> Guitar Hero? <laughs> 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 uh, well, do, should we go into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Totally. Like, I don't know how far... Like, so wait, high school is when you got into Guitar Hero? <clears throat> yeah, so uh, November 2006, or it was 2007, I don't know. But there was a span of like two years that I was playing, two or three years that I was playing Guitar Hero on the PS2, Guitar Hero 1, 2, and 3. Um, the good ones. Yeah, and before they they, they fell off. Yeah. Um, so I was playing Guitar Hero, and then I wasn't really playing much DDR, and then when I went off to college, I wasn't really playing much of any rhythm games, because I had to focus on getting my education stuff, uh, <laughs> stay know. in school yeah. Wait, so you didn't yeah. have any obsessions in in college oh no i mean i i still played like um i i think i've I played rhythm games here and there i played step mania but n- nothing like super super serious nothing i went to compete for or anything oh i see um yeah. I, I guess there were the there were some pa tournaments there was like the harrisburg tournament where i would just go for fun and and still win, there. probably. No, I don't think I ever won the Harrisburg tournaments, but oh, that's for, that for ITG. Group, right? ITG, yeah. yeah, yeah so, did you ever get in the ITG? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that was between... Pandemonium Quad. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, he has two ITG. songs left. <laughs> ITG started back. Oh man, it was I think two thousand five. I got it for the home version because it came out. ITG one came out for PS two, and so I was playing that alongside my console versions for. I remember watching. Chris's videos, him like using his couch as like, a bar, as a bar, <laughs> oh yeah, playing yeah. on the Cobalt, playing ITG and and uh, home version stuff. Yeah, that was that was totally just makeshift. Because I, I I saw what people using the bar, and I was I was doing no bar for a while, and I was like, I I really want to like do what the other like the experts are doing. I want to do yeah. what the pros are doing, and I was like, how am I gonna do this? And so like, oh, I see this convenient look this little couch thing <laughs> not a couch but it's like a big chair and i was like this is like the perfect height nice and so and then the rest was history from plus that, it was so. really plushy too right yeah it wasn't like the if only, and then, if only bars on ddr were just like giant couches <laughs> my, giant chairs my mom started to get upset with me because my i was starting to ruin the chair because my palms would get sweaty and so there was like divots like, <laughs> <laughs> where my arms would go so she had me like put a towel over so you and some of my videos you can see like uh, a towel over the, the edge of the, the I have that problem with my car <laughs> <laughs> so like, I get in there and I'm like drenched in sweat so often that like oh yeah I do that I, I know I, I, <laughs> I bring a towel over my I, yeah, I, I think we time. all owe our parents like a huge grit of debt uh debt of gratitude for like picking us up at the arcade after we're like yeah. super sweaty when we're teenagers like Oh, those must have been some bad rides home. Oh yeah, my mom complained about that too. <laughs> yeah, because you, because you're from uh, like Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota. one of those yeah, cold, one of the M's. cold Midwest, states. Yeah. Um, and so like you probably didn't have DDR ITG very close. It was like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Oh, the nearest God. extreme machine. Goodness. So like every other weekend, my mom would just like drive me up there, and like she'd spend the whole day on her laptop just like doing work while I played at the bowling alley for like six hours that's honestly really nice yeah yeah looking back that was the, um, an amazing thing for her to do for me and so damn i always thought like me. my mom was a hero for driving me like 20 minutes to to the far arcade because <laughs> for a while like the close arcade didn't have in the groove yeah so we had to go to the far arcade oh. which is like 20 minutes right. away yeah my dad actually did that too he um he was a writer and so he would write about stuff that was like just happening around where he was and so he kept going to malls and arcades all the time so he wrote a long article about a mall he got like really into the mall and like interviewed <laughs> everybody there 
And wrote an article about DDR, too. God bless parents. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you were so far from a DDR machine, how did you get into it? Oh, um, well, I started on the PS2. Uh, my neighbor actually had it. Um, I think I was just over at her house with my cousin one time, and we were just playing it. And I think I remember playing Dark Black Forest on DDR oh, Max. Oh, yeah. It was nice. such a banger. It was such a banger. It was, like, my favorite song. I was like, this is so fun. I think I was playing it on, like, light mode or something. And I was like, this is so fun. And then, like, eventually I just, I think I borrowed it from her, like, for a day or so. And I was like, I need to get this game myself. So so do you um, remember what your first PS2 mix was? Yeah, uh, Extreme, the DUS version. Oh, Extreme Ooh. US? Yeah. So sorry. It was, it, <laughs> it was interesting. Got kicked the can. Yeah, 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 it did have some bangers. You know, it had, it had Maximizer. <laughs> it, Max it had, had Maximizer. Uh, yeah, that was good. YMCA, we just talked about that a couple episodes ago. Oh, I forgot. Is that the one that had... Um, Move Your Feet? Uh, oh, yeah. It had it in the toilet. And um, uh, stupid barber. A stupid yeah, barber. It has believe or do you believe? Yeah. By yeah. oh, <laughs> share cover. Yeah. Oh, we didn't have Dirty Vegas too, or what? Oh, no, no, that, was, that was the right. Go, no, that, that go was, West. Remember that? Yeah. Song? Go so West. Was, go, I think about Go West all the time. For how many times I've heard the song, yet how much of my brain it consumes, it's like not proportional at all. It's a really bad thing. But no, Days Go By was on Max, Max Two. Max Two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I had that at some point too. Yeah. That was my first mix. I think it also had Bizarre Love Triangle. It did. Oh, yeah. yeah. It had Like a Virgin. A lot oh, of good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm just remembering all these Simply things Simply Being now. Loved, Somnambulist by BT. so long. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, Simply Being Loved, Somnambulist yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, that song. Very, I used to listen man. to that song yeah. so much. It pops so the hell off. I haven't heard it was any of these mix. songs since like, I was playing that game. Like, we can listen to them right after this. Right after this, I'm going to throw an extreme on my PS2 over here on this TV, and we're going to we're gonna go That's ham. a trip down memory lane, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we're going to go off. <laughs> we're going to unlock memories from you know, three years later. You guys remember that? Is, is Memories a locked song? Oh, yeah. yeah, apparently. Oh, I, I thought you were making a joke about unlocking memories, like going down memories. Paul Terry's? Like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no I, I wasn't literally... actually. I was literally talking about the fact that Burger King had a campaign. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where, oh, yeah. yeah. So this is actually really fun history for people who don't know. Like, there was, so we, I, I remember Extreme had, uh, like, a bunch of songs on it, but Memories was not there for a long time. And people then dumped the data from the Extreme disc, because people had ripping tools for PS2 games. And they found memories on the disc. And everyone was like, how do you get it? Like, no one knows. And then, like, two or three years after Extreme actually came out, U.S. home version, Burger King had a campaign, like, where they had, like, DDR toys and stuff that you get. And one of the things they gave out was an unlock code to unlock memories in a three-year-old home version that sucked. It's I mean, just the most miraculous thing that could ever happen. That, wow. that Burger King campaign was awesome. I, there was a Burger King right next to the arcade that I played at, and... I, they were like, they had all their stuff, they had all the decorations everywhere, and I was like, okay, I need one each of each toy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I have all of those at home. You still do? And yeah, and they're, and they're sealed. Oh, and wow. I, I was also like, can these these posters that you have, these clings on the on your windows, can I just take these? And the guy was like, sure, I don't care. So <laughs> oh, I have shit. those too. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Dude, put that shit on eBay. Yeah. No I'll way. buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to stay within the family. Yeah. Anyway, good, good times. Memories. Good memories. Okay, so you were there, Dutch. and then you went to college, and then then you got back into DDR when you moved here. Um, yeah, I went to college. Oh, so when I graduated from college, I um, went to be a software developer for GE in Wisconsin, and that's where I ended up playing on this DDR Extreme machine. 
um, that lived that was that I lived five minutes away from, and then I eventually bought that extreme machine, and then that's when I started like grinding all the going uh, off. The Oni, say, Oni going off. Yeah. <laughs> Put a guitar all uh, over your head and doing yeah, max three hundred blindfolded. Yeah. Legend Road. I just went off on extreme for like a year. Yeah. Um, so I did that, and then. Then there was a span of like a year or two, like leading up to Ace, where I didn't really play much DDR. But I was I actually got into Magic: The Gathering. I was playing that for like a year or two, hmm. trading cards. Yeah. And you write a lot of sim files too. Also. Oh yeah, I I did that on the side for fun, just writing charts, releasing them to people, and then hopefully people have fun playing. You can, pl- much fun you can plug your packs. Yeah, I like your alive oh, chart. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, Iron Chris one through five. Yeah. <laughs> I, Dude, I play your uh, Neon FM chart quite a lot. Actually. Oh yeah, uh, Red I, ma- I made five Neon FM charts uh, back when Neon FM was relatively new. So I played Tenku no Hana the other day. Your chart. Oh it's yeah, it's so hard, but it's I love so it for hard. some reason. It's so extra. It's really extra, <laughs> extra, but for some reason it's like it's so. It's it's like if I just want to play every kind of thing in one chart, like streams, <laughs> like every jacks, set. like just whatever. Brackets. I just yeah, I just slow down. I get, I, I play one chart. I'm very efficient with my time. Oh wow, I gotta try this. It's one. really it's like a really hard thirteen. <laughs> yeah, but it pops off. So also, City never sleeps. I play like every single time I play. Oh, that, that's one yeah. of my favorites. Uh, I play uh, Nanahoshi. Oh yeah, is that the? Yeah, I play that. That's oh. those. Those. Those are my three favorite charts that you've made. Do you remember so. when I discovered Nanahoshi at Best of the West? Do you remember that? Yes, it yes, yes. On YouTube, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Jeff, what is this? Song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was like, it pops the fuck up. Yeah. I need. I need a, and I was probably like, dude, I'm running a tournament right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, ask yeah. someone else. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that chart pops off. I love, I love that scene. But yeah, that's that's how I discovered that song. <laughs> <laughs> And lo and behold. Anyway. So anyway, uh, the, one of the things I wanted to talk about was, uh, we've been saving it for a while, but there's a documentary that came out um, from Polygon, uh, and three people here were involved in the making of that documentary. It was uh, Jeff, Roger, and Chris. Uh, and it was a really awesome documentary, I thought. Uh, it was in the making for a long time. A long time. Uh, mm-hmm. like, too long. Like, like almost a year. So do you guys want to talk about how, uh, how that came to be, and whose idea it was, and... Uh, like there's there was a, a crew that came along with you to the last KAC in Japan. Yeah, Roger so can start off. <laughs> basically, when KAC was about to happen, um, it was like several months ahead, and I was like, someone has to do something with this because this is the first time that Mer- Americans are going to get to play in the KAC tournament. So like, there's there's got to be like it's big gaming. There's got to be something. Um, so my friend Nick, who worked at Polygon, um, I was like, you gotta, you gotta do this, right? Like, you gotta, you gotta find out some way that you can make a a documentary or video about this. I just basically bugged him, like, every day for, like, (laughs) a long time until, uh, somehow they came up with this plan to hire someone to do the filming and... I would supervise the situation, and so I went there to KAC when Jeff and Chris were were competing, and met up with the document the documentary film lady who was like, um, just like a kind of like a world renowned kind of kind of like a human interest story documentary person, mm-hmm. and she was great. She filmed all kinds of crazy stuff with great angles, and um, the footage in Japan was really good. Konami had 
they they just kind of let us do whatever we wanted for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> press badges. Press badge. Nice. The cameras are like up on the machine. Like yeah, right like there on they, the machines. They let they let us behind yeah. like behind the railing that no one else was allowed behind. Yeah. yeah. And I just stood there like being like feeling cool. But I mean, I, Irene, the, the lady who filmed it, she was just like all up in like you know everybody's faces and stuff, and I. I I'm assuming it was probably distracting. No, we, I, I didn't, didn't this, notice. Yeah. Well, were you on right side or left side? I was on left. I was on one player. Okay, for the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's like that was the side that Irene was on, mm. and she was doing some filming. But on, I was playing on two P, and on my side there was like actual Konami people. Doing that were thing. doing the same thing, yeah. Oh. So I like I saw the arrows like directly in front of me and like just to the right, like normally where there would be like emptiness or like some guy like lo- on his phone waiting for the next game. He just <laughs> he shouldn't be there, but he's there anyway. There was just a giant camera in my face. So yeah, it, it was, was like re- I I didn't notice like you. I think you mentioned that the camera was like right yeah, she in my was face. just like, like right up. And in honestly, the- I was like tunnel vision. Like I didn't, yeah, I was oh. so focused in the zone. Like that's the DDR mindset. Like, that's the, that's, that's, the, that's the Chris Chike way. Honestly, did not even notice. So that's a, a little tip for you if you're going to compete at KAC. <laughs> you have to be prepared for people standing next to the machine with cameras in your face. Yeah. You also have to be prepared for the audio of the game to be wildly out of sync with the audio coming out of the speakers. Oh, geez. Not wildly. It wasn't yeah. actually that bad, but... I didn't notice that either. Oh, man. I, I definitely noticed. Like, as soon as I hit like the first note in Trip Machine, I was like, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. I guess I, I noticed some strange things that distracted me a little bit well, more. Well, it seems like you adjusted pretty well for Trip Machine. Well, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a cool part of the documentary. It was uh, Jeff's uh, PFC and Trip Machine evolution. Yeah, so um, if you haven't seen it, it kind of like, it sort of profiles Jeff and Chris and Hudson. Who's Hudson all, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, who's yeah. also there. And it, it kind of ties in, like, the return of Ace and, like, letting Americans compete for the first time, like, the qualifiers, and it and it goes through... Um, like then it goes to the tournament itself, where it kind of focuses on Jeff's PFC in the uh, semifinals, and then like onto the finals with Chris and stuff. But yeah. it 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 did a really good job of like capturing like profiles of people and also like the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The and, rise of and, TDR. In yeah, and and like the the whole atmosphere of like the tournament and stuff. Totally. Um, of KAC, like it it covered a lot of things. It's like a, eleven minutes long. Um, which is, it, it fits a lot into that 11 minutes and it doesn't ever like feel boring. Like the mm-hmm. pacing of it's really good and stuff. Yeah. Like I, it's really cool. You should go, it's, uh, it's called becoming the world's best DDR player. Has a, which is referring to Chris. It has a nice thumbnail of Chris. I don't, yeah. I don't know how you feel about I mean, that thumbnail. I mean, I love it, but once you actually like watch the video, you know, it's not just about me. It's about like all of us. Yeah. <clears throat> I, like, that kind of goes into how, how they wanted to frame it. Yeah, oh. I mean, it's kind of just like an attention grabber, like you. Were, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's to to get you to click this, on this, it. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I do for my job is like coming up with like video headlines and stuff like that, and like that's how you would frame something like that. Yeah. But it is kind of unfortunate that it. I mean, not I don't know, unfortunate, but yeah, it focuses on you, but it's it's actually about like more than that. But yeah. that's yeah. kind of the angle. I think they focus on everyone like equally. Like, yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought I wish, that was great. I wish they did focus like. Like Hudson gets a small little shout out. Like he has like one or two clips that are about him. There was a lot of footage. Like we we just I can't I keep thinking about how much footage we recorded that yeah. never ended up getting used. Oh yeah. So like we had like Hudson got interviewed just as much during KSC as 
me and Chris did. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's he had very little footage in there. There was actually a really cool moment when we were doing some recording uh, right after KAC where like Paul like slid in next oh, to yeah. Hudson. Paul wasn't in there at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like oh, yeah. Um, and so there was a really because I thought that was a really cool narrative too of like uh, the day of the qualifiers ending. You know, Paul got knocked out by Hudson last minute. And so, and Paul came anyway to the tournament and had a great time. And I thought it was, like, a really fun thing to see them, like, sitting down next to each other, even though, like, you know, there could have been this animosity between them of, like, you took my spot, right? But instead it was like this, they just, like, got mic'd up together and just started talking and, like, yeah. being, you know, Paul was just like, I'm so, you know, no, you deserved it, man. Like, you know, you did a good job. They, they definitely should have included that because, like, all the comments and everything and, and the reaction from the video was that the, the community is so wholesome. Yes. Like, yeah. Everybody yeah. gets along. It was a very so wholesome well. yeah. video. It's, like, very much everybody raising each other up. Yeah, the YouTube comments, anyway. Facebook comments are a little bit... I didn't. Oh, I, did, I, could, I, I can't didn't even look. bear to look at but Facebook comments. I mean, comments. honestly, for YouTube comments, it's, they're it's, pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. For, and, well, it's because Polygon's community, like, the core Polygon community community is actually like i'm a big fan myself so i was excited to see this on polygon as a platform like it their core community of people that actually like the site are really good it's just the, a bunch of the idiots that the article on facebook happens to show up in their feed or whatever that they decide that they want to comment on it it's Those, a bad site don't go there the the, the <laughs> yeah blue site is a blue site um but yeah We're I mean, all blue yeah <laughs> except True. youtube youtube is um, red. but yeah it has two the I, links I, are blue I, I, <laughs> I just looked it up it has uh 233,000 views dude it was really crazy there was like 50,000 views one day and then the next day it was like 150,000 i don't know where all this traffic came oh, did, from somebody there's said a streamer there's a there's, there's a, a streamer well, that not, like that that wasn't. There's the no way Trihex could just like. Pull, I mean, I'm sure he had a pretty big effect, but yeah. there's no way that a hundred thousand like people yeah. demanded a hundred thousand people to go yeah, watch it, this. Yeah, I don't know. It must have just got picked up by a YouTube algorithm or something. Yeah, yeah, and no, just, and which I think is it, great. I think it just shows up in everyone's like recommendation. Like once yeah. it gets enough momentum, it just starts showing up in recommendations. That's and awesome. Then, and then it just like snowballs. Yeah, more it's like just that. crazy. Like I've never I mean, been in a video that had. Uh, you have. You have millions and millions of views on Guitar Heroes. Like, what is it? Uh, through the Fire and Flames, hundred percent, right? That was like yeah. forty million views. Yeah, we didn't really even talk that much about that, but. Chris has a world record, a Guinness world record for yeah. uh, Guitar Hero. In 2009, yeah. And that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah. It seems like you're trying to downplay this. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, no. Not really. If you're, curi- <laughs> if you're curious, you can you can look up Chris Scheich on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. Is that, oh, yeah, wait, is that video still up? Because I know it got taken down yeah, for so a while. Yeah, so I think I, it got taken, it got, like, blocked. Yeah. Because it was using Copyright. Through the Fire and Flames and Dragon, apparently Dragon Force was cracking down on, like, all their copyright infringement stuff. So it got blocked. But then it got unblocked, so that's great. We're good. So I sick. would just like I would just message like oh, the I lead went, singer I and just be like, uh, like you weird. really should unblock this. <laughs> this is important. Was like, it was label. monumental. Yeah, it was like one of my greatest achievements. I like was not gonna quit until they unblocked it. <laughs> then they eventually did. That's so. good. So uh, what else was cut from the documentary? I'm curious. Well, we we had uh, like Roger got interviewed. Um, I thought Roger had a, like a lot of really good things to say. Like I. Um, I snuck in for for some of what you were saying, and uh, so this was afterwards. We so kind of the timeline. You know, we had a bunch of recording that happened at KAC, and then a little bit afterwards, they uh, Polygon requested that we went. Like me and Chris went down to San Jose with Roger uh, to uh, play a little bit more to do some like B-roll footage of us like warming up and talking to the community and all this other stuff. And we also did a couple more interviews. Um, 
trying to anyway in that karaoke booth that with really loud tubas. Yeah, there like, were people like I don't know how this even happened, but like we tried to do the, the filming of the interviews in this karaoke room at round one, and the room next to us was they they were like singing karaoke to this tuba music. It was it was literally just a bunch of tubas. There were no other instruments. <laughs> I'm just like okay, like what what is this? What planet is this? <laughs> So we left and we went to Zion and, and we did it there. Yeah. And uh, so you got, like, there was a bunch of stuff that you were saying about, because one thing that I thought was really cool about Roger's um, involvement was that he was sort of like the unbiased, like, third party. Like, me, Chris, Hudson, Paul were all, like, in some ways really, like, a part of KAC. Mm-hmm. And I think Roger was really able to frame, some of the stuff he was saying was, like, really framing, like, what does it mean for, like, Jeff v. Chris, like, what does that story tell in terms of their strengths and their weaknesses and that sort of stuff? And I, like, I was just, like, really hype when I kept hearing this stuff. And I wanted it to be in the doc. Because, it, yeah. like, it, it helps really, like, frame how the competition was for the both of us in terms of, like, playing to our strengths and going in cold and, like, things like that. Like, you really Definitely. touched on all those I, parts. I mean, I can't complain that they cut me because, I mean, they're... Th- like Dalton said, they fit a lot of stuff into the 11 minutes. Yeah. And if that's all the time they had, then I'm fine with, with it. Um, but yeah, I think there was a lot of stuff that I talked about. Like, you know, at the tournament, the Chris versus Jeff mentality. I think Chris has a different mentality, like going to DDR, than, than Jeff does. And I think that there's like, there's a lot to to be gained from there's a lot of life lessons that you mm-hmm. can gain from looking at both approaches like the the Chris approach is like you take you know this set of things these these set of songs and like obsessively learn them to the point where like you just like absolutely memorize and like perfect every single aspect of it like to the point where you're basically unchallengeable and there's the Jeff mentality where it's like being very good at the kind of like the entire range of the game and it's like in in order to succeed at things in life you have to do both of those things and looking at examples of excellence in both of these categories allows you to sort of like say oh i see what they're doing here and i'll 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 kind of do do the chris thing with this thing i'm doing right now but with other this other thing in my life i'm going to do the the jeff thing so that's kind of like a distillation of what i was talking about yeah I really like that actually. Yeah, yeah. I that's like that too. Yeah, like that's. I was so ex- I was. I kept getting like goosebumps listening to Roger talk because I was so excited to think well, you, about you, this. Honestly, being you guys are my heroes, and Aww. I wouldn't. Thanks, Roger. Yeah, that's very nice. Of you I wouldn't say. have put as much effort as I did into trying to make that happen if if that weren't the case. That's really nice of you to say. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> is fascinating. Yeah, I. I've, I've, I want to write a fiction book, actually. You got Change the names book. and uh, <laughs> a little fanfic, graphic novel. Change the game to maybe make it about chess or something. Yeah, like a, sort of like a, a rule of thumb or whatever with like video productions. Like sometimes, like you need an hour of footage for every minute of final product. So it, like it's bound that a bunch of stuff is gonna get. There was a lot of other cut. stuff too. And, like and they, yeah. yeah, and they you know they have. <laughs> you know, their editors there and however they want to frame the story. And like, sometimes those things are like really interesting, like little tidbits, but you just can't fit them into the narrative for whatever reason. Yeah. Nick and I spent like a ton of time just like watching various revisions of this and being like, okay, no, they got this wrong. Or like, you know, we had to, 
you know, I, I got to choose the music for, for the whole thing, which was really cool. That's why we heard um, Egoism. That's why we heard Egoism at the, at the climax. <laughs> feelings feelings, feelings fame on Fame was a really good choice. Um, but, like, there were, you know, it's like people who aren't obsessed with DDR aren't going to notice certain things. Yeah, we, we, we put a lot of effort into it. So I, I, I just want to, first of all, thank everyone who was involved. Um, Jeff and Chris and Hudson and uh, Nick Robinson and Irene Herrera. And Daphne M, who did the filming locally here in, in the Bay Area, she is a uh, Oscar-nominated documentary filmmaker, wow, which is really crazy to be like just... being interviewed by this very famous person <laughs> and, every, awesome. and everyone else at Polygon who edited the documentary. So. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, really happy. With oh, it was like, it was actually edited by um, Matt Simmons's like brother, brother right? Yeah. Yeah. So I Matt guess. Simmons is is a, a DDR IT music game player from the East Coast, and yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, my brother edited this." Yeah. He, so he works for Vox Media, not technically Polygon. It's weird. Same own company. Yeah, yeah. owns it. But um, so it's kind of like an, a, an, another connection there too. Yeah. So that's really cool. So I just sorry. I was going to ask if there was any funny stuff that was cut out from the documentary. I, I think oh, there was there was this moment like when we were doing tone. the um, the interviews with. Uh, Jeff, Chris, and Hudson at like after KAC, there were some moments that we we captured where all the DDR guys, aside from them, were on a couch and they were just. Oh around. yeah, that was so good. Do you remember that? Which which part? We were remember like afterwards, we were all just like sitting down in a circle and talking about like like what's the hardest eighteen, and everyone was just like giving their opinions and and ribbing on each other. There were some good Dr. D quotes in there. Oh yeah, I, this is basically. I should try and dig dig that out. Um, <laughs> there was the one part where I was like. I think I said something about Luke Swagman, like, my hype man, brand manager. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I listed off, like, say, I don't even remember what they were. Social media manager, like, hype man. I, I really wanted to see that. I don't even remember what I said. But, oh, man. But, yeah, there was, there was a lot of funny stuff. Funny to hear that. We, need a, <laughs> we need a producer's cut. <laughs> so, like, one of, the, one of the comments that really stuck out to me, because when, when, when I first heard that, they were going to do, like, a documentary, like, Polygon's interested in doing a documentary. I was like, holy shit, like, hour long. Please. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, like, that's just, because I think of documentaries, you watch them on Netflix or something, yeah. and it's like, it's an hour Wasn't long, it, right? Isn't that one of the top YouTube comments? Like, we need a 90-minute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like, when I, it, I felt, like, it was like a, I felt really good, because I was like, oh, cool, an hour long, because we have all this footage, there's so much, I know this one hour footage for a minute, whatever, but there was a lot of good stuff that I think could have been added. Um, and unfortunately it's not how it works, but that's fine. And so I'm like, I sunk down into like, okay, it's 11 minutes long, fine, it'll still be really good. It was really good. And then that comment brought me back up of like, maybe there's a chance, maybe they'll like revisit for, you know, a full length thing, because... Yeah, I think if there's going to be like a 90 minute documentary, it's going to be more than just KAC. KAC will be like... Well, yeah, well, this it, really was. Like, that's what I thought was, was cool about the story, was it wasn't just about Americans getting to go to KAC and like the, the you know, the results and everything, but a lot of it was the resurgence in America, and that's kind of what the article touched on. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the, true. yeah there was yeah. an article that went along with the video that was on mm. Polygon.com, <clears throat> yeah. where they, I think they interviewed you guys separately for that. It was somebody totally different. Yeah, right. um, it was and, a freelancer, um, Joseph Noop, yeah. um, who, I hope that's how you say K-N-O-O-P. I, I've got to assume that's how okay. it goes. Okay, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he, uh, so he reached out to us and said, like, that Polygon, you know, commissioned him for a uh, like an article to go along with the documentary and so he called me and we talked for like an hour and a half and I don't was it probably the same for yeah, you right? Yeah he yeah. called me too yeah. I think he also called Hudson so it was like the three of us that got interviewed specifically for that piece 
And um, yeah, and so I think that the piece is called like the rise and fall of DDR in America. The rise, or, fall, fall, and, and return. return of DDR in America. Yeah, yeah. Like great that. title too. Which yeah. is yeah, it's great, and it's just like you know that could have been the like if this were a ninety minute thing or a sixty minute thing, that I think would have been more of the story. Like basically starting at Ace return or like well starting at the beginning, but really highlighting Ace returning, leading like KAC being the climax of that story, and then sort of Trent like the resolution is like we're all hanging out at the arcade afterwards, like all hyped up from this energy of like yeah. seeing this really cool event that happened and it kind of because it did reinvigorate a lot of the community seeing kac happen and uh like all watching it together and you know viewing parties yeah. and some people came out to japan to to watch us uh, you know live. There, were, there were a lot of people who were there I, I mean i didn't know a lot of them yeah and like people from france and stuff were there i was yeah. like okay that's, that's <laughs> wow. cool that's yeah. awesome yeah and, be and, better this and year. I, I think that hype transferred over and that's why so many people are going this year like <laughs> yeah. i think there's, there's like 30, there's there's like 30 americans going <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's ridiculous it's too bad you guys missed the uh i had a viewing party too and uh man everybody was just so excited the whole time it was yeah like, we, had, I, we had we had like american I love yeah, seeing the footage part. of people's watch parties after. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was, now that's, that was so epic. Yeah. Yeah. the best part was uh, Sappy too. He was alone in his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was just yelling at the TV. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, 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 that was really. Yes. <laughs> that was really. Yeah, I, I watched every single video that people sent me of, uh, you know, like or picture. I walked, looked at every picture that people had of their their viewing parties. That was that like felt like the the super unifying moment yeah. of like the American community. Because I, I, as cheesy as it is to say, it's like, it didn't matter if you're like a DDR player or an ITG player, like, you all <laughs> yeah, came together yeah. and you watched this thing and everyone was cheering on the same people. And I liked, uh, uh, Oliver kind of summed it up really well. He said, this is what sports feels like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I finally understand yeah. what sports feels like. Man. So, so what are you guys most looking forward to at KAC this year? Um, <clears throat> they both have a very funny expression on right now. They're they're, they're, for, those, for those who don't get the picture, they're sitting like literally at opposite ends of the table here, so they have like direct like uh, line of sight to each other, just like. Ugh. And they're both grinning. We're eyeing each other down. So the rules have changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what 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 does it look like exactly? So uh, Chris is already in the finals. Uh, like he's the only person of the seven that are going to qualify to just like be in the finals. Doesn't have to compete in the semis. Um, so there's, the, so before, so everyone else, the other, so three players from Japan, one player from Korea, one player from the US, one player from Asia, have to play in the semis, two people, did we actually talk about the rules last time? Because did the rules come out? I don't, uh, I don't think so. I don't I, think, I, I think the rules came out within the last week, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, I, this is good, I'll go over the rules. Yeah, do it. Um, so, there are six people in the semis, the three, whatever, I just said that. Then, uh, two of them are going to get to pick a song, it's random. So it could be two people from Japan. It could be me and Fafems. We don't know. Um, so that's a that's a big well, question mark. I think I, doesn't doesn't everyone submit a song and then they just randomly yeah yeah, yeah they two songs? Yeah, or they're like they're gonna pick people and then those oh, people pick songs. Yeah, I don't know exactly so how it's gonna work. People where they pick songs, but two people yeah. of the of the six will get to pick a song. Yeah, I think that's my like least favorite aspect. There's of like it. random. Yeah, be- because it like really sways how it can go. Yeah. Like, my, my biggest thing... Well, okay, I'll finish the rules first, and then I'll talk about some feelings. Um, which won't fade. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna make the same joke. <laughs> um, okay, so then, the top... This is now cumulative EX, just like it was last year. So, your sum of EX score from the two songs that you play... Everyone's gonna play the same two songs. Whoever is in the top three gets to move on to the finals and meet up with Chris. Now, those three people are the ones that get to pick a song this year. So it's you know, unfortunately Chris does not get to get a song pick. Presumably, defending champion, 
maybe they thought like, oh, he's, you know, he didn't have to qualify because he was auto-qualled, so that's like a disadvantage or something, or he doesn't have to play in the semis. Maybe they're just thinking of it in terms of like a narrative of like, final boss, you know, this is, you know, the ultimate winner, so, you know, we have to give the underdogs a chance to to make a comeback. Yeah. Maybe I, that's I, like I, a more interesting story, right? Sorry, Chris, but like, I actually kind of like that, like... It's, it's I, I mean, it, it's, yeah. it sucks what... for you, but like, it, <laughs> it, 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 it makes, I think it makes it more interesting, like, because like, what, you, I mean, you, yeah, you'd probably I mean, pick it, egoism it, again, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it makes sense, it definitely makes sense, because why give me an, ad, like, even more an advantage? Yeah. Than, like, well, it could all, they could give us all a song pick. I feel yeah. like I'd like to move the tournaments in that direction of, like, everyone who plays gets to pick a freaking song. Like, yeah, I don't know, it just yeah. seems like there's this theme of, like, trying to get other people to win. Yeah. Like, by inviting more people from Japan and like giving them more chances so like it probably has something to do with yeah that. exactly but, I but, think that's exactly but it like gives you an opportunity to like like it, it makes you have to like defend yourself more like right. you can't just rely on like one song I mean obviously you yeah. did well enough on the other songs last year that you won but like it, it yeah. you have to like be prepared for those other mm-hmm. you know whatever other people are going to pick yeah do you guys so, think the Yakuza wait, rigged uh, KAC, so Japanese <laughs> people win this year? No, it's not going to get rigged. <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty high likelihood that two Japanese players will pick songs in semis just because there are three of them and not three of any of us. Like, so what, If there's somebody that comes by with a bat, <laughs> watch out. Um, be but, careful. Wait, hold on. I want to finish the rules, though. So the interesting thing, which is much better this year, the thing they actually did right this year, was the finals are ranked EX score. So you will likely get something like four points for being first on a song. It won't be the sum of your EX score. It'll be like they're going to take the relative ranks of everyone's scores and then assign points based on those. So it means that one song can't dominate the finals. Like if there's, you know, like uh, song, like basically with cumulative EX, the gap between like the, the differential between what you get and what your opponents get is much more important than winning at all. Which means that some songs, based on step count or freeze count or, you know, certain tricky sections or something, just matter more. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is kind of trying to level it off and say, like, every song matters the exact same. If you beat someone by one perfect, it's the same as if you beat someone by 100 perfects. Yeah, and that, that'll really switch it up because there will be less... People will rely less on, like, 19s to try to get the highest disparity between yeah. the X. So now, like... All the 17s and 18s are going to be fair game now. Yeah, exactly. So now I like really have to know them all. Yeah, it, it used to be easy to like at KSC. I know the two of us were thinking last year. It's just like, well, the, the finals, like it's just going to be 19s, like yeah, 18s because we need to win by the most. Exactly. And so it was really predictable. Yeah. Like, now like, it's like by step some, count, basically. Yeah. 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 Basically, I, like I, I know I looked at like DP, just like how much step count is there, how many freezes, and like what's the reasonable like, you know, sort of spread on. Uh, how what what people can get and like by how much because like i was i i'm good at some of the 17s but i couldn't pick them because yeah, like cause if i just beat if i just yeah. beat by beat someone by 10 perfects but then i get owned by 50 on their pick mm-hmm. then like i'm screwed yeah so, so it, it opens it up for a lot more like different song picks yeah um so that'll be interesting so kind of on that note like how are you guys prepare i don't know if you want to share trade secrets but like <laughs> how, like how are you preparing for this year Chris? i'm just playing everything that's 17 plus yeah just refreshing my memory on all the songs i'm not really i'm not focusing as much on 19s as i did last year i don't think because given the rules they're a little less i mean they're still likely to show up but it's not like 100 percent yeah guaranteed it's not guaranteed this year and i i 
can't afford to just like have have the 17 go by and like not know it that well and then lose so i i need to i'm definitely brushing up on all the 17s and 18s but at the same time you've also still got world records on like all the 19s recently except like otp right yeah uh well Femmes took back valkyrie to me oh did he okay well but yeah i'm i'm not focusing on 19s as much but i'll 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 definitely definitely keep practicing them though i'm gonna be practicing everything 17 plus i think Femmes is scared from your your paranoia revolution i think he (laughs) like i i would think you know in in another world i would guess that he would pick paranoia revolution again just because he could probably win it like every time but not since seeing you practice it yeah, I don't know. I thought about it, but maybe, like, I mean, he'll still have the upper hand on, like, most. Like, if if, if he could still guarantee a, a, a win against you and the third person, then maybe he would still. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, that, that, know, that like, introduces, like, sort of a whole other aspect. Because, like, if, if if you get, like, second place on, on every song, like, you could still win yep. over people who got, like, first, but then, like, fourth on another song. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That's what's, like... Everything has changed this year. Yeah, it's really... I haven't even, like, even really fully thought the strategy out yet, because yeah. I, I don't even know, like, how many points, like, what Yeah, we, we, we kind of like... need to figure out, like, uh, Chris did uh, did us did me a favor and emailed... We, we sort of came up with some questions to try to ask Konami. We're trying to get some clarification on the rules, because one of the things that was in Japanese... The rules are in Japanese, of course. Um, <laughs> so I tried to translate them as best I could into English. And they, for the most part, make sense. There's one line that's really, really confusing about whether or not it's like the same difficulty cannot be selected and it's like what does that mean does that mean that like i like if if we're doing this like semifinals thing if i pick trip machine evolution in the semis and i make it to the finals can i pick it there but if or, it's not played but yeah what if it's yeah if both if it's played and if it's not played like if my song pick never comes up is it fair game do i have to come in with two song picks because regardless of what happens like the semis are just like I need a song for the semis that I'm going to submit and a song for the finals that I'm going to submit. And they're going to ask me before the tournament even starts, you know. And so it's like, okay, now I maybe have to pick my second best song in the semis, hope that I do well enough that I win, so I can save my best pick for the finals. Mm-hmm. Like so, there's that high risk, high reward thing. Mm-hmm. I could try to make it, you know, at like, least like to the finals. Yeah, make it like pick my best thing and then make it to the finals, but then not have as good of a shot when I get there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's I like, didn't think of that. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's a lot of, like, things have been turned on their head quite a bit, and I would love if we could get a response from Konami about some of the questions yeah. we had, because it does definitely matter. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, I need to know like, if I need to practice two things or one thing a lot. And you're wondering if if Endemion's going to be in there? Yeah, there were quite a few questions. Um, I th- I was wondering if Endemion's, Endemion's going to be picked. That's a huge thing. Like, yeah. both the expert and challenge. Like, yeah. if those are selectable, that's huge. Yeah. Um, another thing, it was there was that clause about the tiebreakers, which that's also, oh yeah, that's the that's one of the weird ones for you. That's very important. Yeah, like, very important. So with this ranked EX score, um, you know, there's there's more of a chance that you can tie. Basically, the, the point values are much lower. Exactly, like they're they're discrete rather or yes, they're they're yeah. always discrete. But like twenty three hundred versus twenty two fifty is much different than like I get one point and Chris gets two, and then we swap on that. And then we both were yeah, both so tied. we could end with like both have six points or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Seven. Yeah. And so one of the uh one of the lines is like if there are any ties, this this there this is really weird because the line, this like addendum, was in both the semifinals rules. There was like a block for it. And then it was also at the very end where they talked about like this machine is gonna be like a white cab and whatever. Um 
and it said like any ties will be broken based on the qualifier round. So, which Chris didn't have to play. Yeah. And like I I played the qualifiers under the condition that whatever I did did not matter. Yeah. So like like what if I had not like put up a qualifying score like what would my tiebreaker be? Yeah. Like, so like if these if that line is actually for the finals, which it's unclear because it's in the semifinals block and then in like the all rules block. It's like the way they structured it is kind of weird. They like repeated themselves, but they called it out in a specific section, but not in the finals. I don't know. Um, but like, you know, they may have a separate rule that's like, if there's a tie in the finals, then, you know, you both play in Demion, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. w- until someone wins. They're like, like, oh, we'll just wing it. <laughs> yeah. Like we're not actually sure. And it does matter. It will like the sort of strategy in, uh, KAC is not the same kind of strategy you would use in a regular tournament where you have like card draws and vetoes and all this, um, you know, pad choice under the thing. They sort of decide a lot of that stuff for you for KSC, but this is the biggest venue. So it behooves everyone to do their research and ask these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, thank you for doing the research for us. Yeah, we'll, we're attempting to. We'll yeah, report we'll, on the next tap what the results are. They, they're always kind of slow to to respond and, and well like, different time zone you they're know? really far yeah. away well <laughs> well I mean it's been a, it's been a it week it takes a long time for our email to fly carrier <laughs> pigeon style across the Pacific did you did you send him an email in English yeah. yeah okay so the other question was how many points like first place gets like four so, we don't we yeah, don't know how many points yeah I think that question is a little bit easier just because I've seen them do it for 2DX where it's like I think it's four points for first and three points for second and two points and one point mm. right um yeah. Idola did this, uh, Project Idola, which is Dr. D's tournament, did this really strange thing where uh, first place got one point, uh, second place got half a point, third place got a quarter of a point, and then uh, fourth place got zero. zero. So So it it mattered much more if you won rather than... There was a lot of weight on first place. Yeah, Yeah. it was a sliding scale. Um, So I think KSC's... I, I like the... Like, I don't like that jump. I think that's ridiculous that you can... You can double your points by... Getting first. Getting first, basically. Um, so I like the way... I, if KSC does do it the way that they have done it with other games in the past, then I think it'll be fine. But it is a good question to bring mm-hmm. up. Hopefully just, like, sending them a bunch of questions. I mean, they have, like, English representatives. Like, Yeah, this guy is, like, the English... He's pretty good with English. So yeah. I don't think that's a huge deal that I yeah. send in English. He's probably confirming with people that speak Japanese and then having to write it, like, in English. Yeah. You guys got a liaison. Yeah, we well we had uh, Naoki Okada last year. It was very nice. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll be there this year. Maybe he. Uh, there's this other guy that's doing it. Midori. Yeah, Midori. Maybe he's gonna be the. Yeah, the guy showing us around. Yeah. Buying us <laughs> Kokuichi Manya. Yeah. Oh, did that happen at the last? Yeah, time? yeah. He he what? bought he bought us lunch the the day yeah. of. Yeah, he, he was really nice. I I, <laughs> oh, I told nice. him specifically. Oh. I was like, he's like like he he's, he was like very much like chaperoning and trying to like <laughs> yeah. help us out, and I was like. Oh, I'm just going to walk over to the Coco that's like five minutes away because I want a chicken katsu curry because not only is it my favorite meal in the universe, <laughs> but also katsu is Japanese to win. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like a good luck charm thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, let's go. And I'll, I'll, I'm buying. And I'm like, that's, you're going to, okay, sure. I, get, I thank you very much. Um, you don't have to. Like, I don't, it must be weird to have foreigners come to your wonderful country full of food of all sorts of you know all different restaurants and sides and i'm going to coco ichiban it's like coming to america for you know a league of legends tournament and getting me like i really want mcdonald's like that's all i'm getting sorry um so yeah he was very like everyone was very nice to us oh, that's nice i hope um, that happens again yeah um so this topic kind of fits in here um phil shanklin zello 
asked on Twitter, like, how do you feel about the overall results and player attitudes uh, towards the KAC qualifiers this year? What do you mean, like, uh... Like, like just how, I guess, how how people in the U.S., maybe, especially, like, felt about, like, were they hyped up to play qualifiers? Like, like what did you see from, like, your friends and everybody? Yeah, so, <clears throat> one, thing I, one thing I just didn't like about the qualifiers is that they released Group B halfway through. Yeah. Because, like, at the beginning, everyone's so hyped to play. Everyone's everyone's playing Group A, like, they're getting, getting nice scores. But then, like, halfway through, people, like, aren't as excited to, to play the qualifier so when group b comes out like a lot of people just didn't and it was like right yeah. around christmas that's yeah, the it was biggest the holidays problem. like i was i group b was out for 19 days and i was gone on vacation for like 15 days so yeah. like if it had mattered i would have been in trouble yeah like i specifically planned my whole schedule this year around like i need to be home like home in california for the qualifiers because i'm gonna need all the time i can get and like last yeah. year there was like i went home for christmas there was magfest yeah, there was so much time last year because yeah a and B well, that, came out. yeah so yeah. i even with that even no like even if i assumed yeah like i'm gonna have that like as soon as group a and group b come out like they're gonna come out at the same time right at the beginning i still would have felt like i didn't have enough time yeah and so like i didn't schedule anything but i can't imagine how people felt with only 19 days right. most of which were like I'm at home exactly. with, there's no machine near me, I'm with my family, I couldn't even go out to an arcade if I wanted to. Yeah, that plus the fact that, like, people just didn't have a chance, like, you, you were number one for sure, and so, like, no one really, like... There wasn't as much grind as there was last yeah, year there between, was... and like, there was fewer spots. Yeah. 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 And I think, so if group A and group B came out, like, right off the bat, then I feel like there would be a lot more fill, completely filled out scores. Yeah. So... Yeah, it would have been nice if there were more spots to compete for, too. That, too. Yeah. That's a whole separate thing, though. Yeah. Um, this is a pretty interesting question from uh, Zanzibar on Twitter. Um, he's, as like, after you won last year, like, what was the reaction from, like, your, your family and your friends that, like, might not follow, like, your accomplishments that closely? Like, not, not like, dance game friends, but, like, maybe, like, coworkers. Like, how did people react when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm the best DDR player in the world. So my, my coworkers who are around my age, they, they had a viewing party too. And oh, like they, nice. they sent me a video while I was in Japan. That's awesome. Like, of them all celebrating when I when I won, and that that was pretty awesome. My, my family was watching too. They were all really excited for me. So yeah, it was... It's and, cool to have yeah. like... A... Were they watching live at your family? Yeah, yeah, and my coworkers were watching live too. You, you so. Did you like show all your family the, the documentary? Oh yeah, yeah. I, like, I sent it to them like right the day. Came yeah, out. yeah, yeah. I, I sent like, it, check out this document. My mom keeps texting me every time. She keeps watching it. And every time she watches it, she sends me a little text. She's I, like, I, I keep watching it again. Miss I, you. I watched it. I watched it a, like a lot. Of yeah, times. I watched so it like, like ten, ten times. times. <laughs> yeah, I watched it like ten times. It's so good. Um, <laughs> it was a very good documentary. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of questions actually. So I don't think that we'll have time to get through all of them. Um, the but good ones. Yeah, just trying to pick out some uh, good ones here. Um, so uh, Aaron Toplitsky on Twitter, YYR, um, asks, you seem to enjoy all kinds of music games. Do you have an all-time favorite or like top three? Um, or, and were there any that you didn't quite like as much? Um, I'd say the most game the games that I've gotten the most involved in and like I've enjoyed the most would probably be DDR, um, Guitar Hero, and probably Sound Voltex right now. Like I'm pretty into Sound Voltex right now. Um, yeah, so I like I, I don't play Sound Voltex. So like where in comparison, like I see you post scores on Twitter, I'm like, that looks insane. But like, so where in, where in comparison to like other US players and like other world players are you like at Sound Voltex? So I think... Um, 
in with respect to America, I think I, I'm among the top players in America. Like how many right inf dams are there in? Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. In America, but I'm, there, are quite, inf, there are a few at least. Yeah, I know like Drano, uh, yeah. Carl. So, so there's inf, and then there's inf Halo. So like, oh, I didn't know there was a, is a that one above in, that. Uh, Heavenly Haven. Uh no, I think it's so. There's there's four inf courses, and so to get inf done, all you need to do is pass one of them. Oh, but to get inf Halo, you have to pass all four of them with above like a 97 average on each mm. of the, each of the songs. Jeez. So. Are you in Halo? Yeah. Oh, nice. So I don't think I don't know how many American in Halos are. I'm maybe, I'm assuming like maybe like ten. I don't I don't I don't want to say I don't want to sh- throw out a number. So like because I don't I honestly do not know. Is it one of those but, things where like overseas like people are like way way better? Like, okay, so like, Asia like, people are like insane. Like there's a huge oh. skill gap between America and like Japan and Korea. Like, oh wow, it's, it's huge. Like if you take like the best in America. That's like kind of average for like. It's like me, this... me and DDR compared to you and DDR. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but like the Korean, I don't know like what's in the water over here. <laughs> they're all insane, like, or like the the top is is they're very they're very very good. Like, they got a sound Voltex in every street corner. Yeah, so that's, I mean they do have a lot of machines, like especially in Korea. I know yeah. it's huge there. Yeah. Um, so have, have there been any like sort of like weird obscure music games that? you kind of like that maybe you didn't get like super into them but that you maybe played at a con or something and um i remember there was this this rock band mini game that came out that i played for a while called rock band blitz it was like it was a downloadable it was downloadable from xbox live and it was kind of like amplitude where you could like switch switch the tracks so it was like you know you get yeah yeah, uh, yeah, amplitude, no, yeah. and it was like um so there's four different tracks one for guitar drums uh, vocals yeah i remember so that now and, I don't and you can use this. the xbox controller and and you like it's just two lanes two buttons on each um it's each lane and you switch back and forth it's oh, kind of like interesting I, I don't know that was one obscure game that i played for a while and i was getting the top scores on the leaderboards for that i oh, think that was like sweet. 2011 i think 2010 but yeah that on the topic of obscure obscure rhythm games that's one <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to pick this question because it's funny, and uh, it has to do with the last episode, too. Um, so now that you've PFC'd Egoism 440 Challenge and Freestyle's alive again, when are we going to see a Freestyle Egoism 440 routine so that you oh, can I finally own that song forever? This is from uh, Kevin Turner on on Twitter. Oh, I mean, if I... Could I even pass Egoism no bar? I mean... <laughs> it doesn't like, have, it to have to be on a challenge. But it's like an 8 on Beginner or something. <laughs> Got me breathing heavy. Stamina eight. Stamina eight. <laughs> you, can, you can do like a little tear, like from the eye, you know. The lowercase BSP. <laughs> <laughs> lowercase B emoji SP. <laughs> Which actually serious question. Would you ever consider doing a freestyle routine? Uh I freestyle just I feel like it's, it's not, just not my thing. I feel like I feel like the way I move is too robotic and like not <laughs> fluid. Um, I feel like I'm designed to move in very precise ways. <laughs> and so, I like, doing, I have been doing, built. Fluid, doing fluid dance movements and stuff just, like, Wait, doesn't I mean, there, There's doesn't a move called the me. robot, isn't yeah. oh, I can do the robot freestyle. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, um, I play ITG and then put it on the robot note scan. But, but, like, <laughs> yeah. but like, you go to rate, like, EDC and stuff. Like, yeah, like, but so I just, what? like, I just, like, fist bump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, like, blow the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just throw my hands in the air. I don't really like do anything. <laughs> I, I I feel that. Um, <coughs> Reno asks, do you prefer Japanese corn or American corn? 
Uh, the, the corn in Japan was really Did you have good. the hot corn? The, the yeah, corn yeah, we, soup. yeah, Remember absolutely. we got the yeah. corn soup in the vending machine? I have a, it's in the vlog, man. You gotta oh, check yeah. it out. I love the hot corn. It's oh, great. Yeah, yeah, we forgot to mention, like, for the Polygon doc, they, like, took segments out of your... Oh, yeah, there your, was that whole segment. that. They, yeah, like, like chunks out of Jeff's, like, KC vlog. Yeah. So that was cool. The was whole nice. come-to-life part was yeah, yours, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep. There were so many people on YouTube asking what that song was. Which yeah. one? Come to Come life. To life. Oh yeah. yeah. I just huh. I pasted the link into every, every reply. <laughs> it's a good song. It is a really good song. Um so Alex Andrade uh on Twitter asks, like, you spend a lot of time studying and memorizing charts. Um, so like when you're actually playing a chart that you've memorized, is that like is the memory like your body or this is is the memory kinesthetic and bodily, or do you have a visual memory of the chart? Um like do the arrow scrolling mainly just help you with timing or memory as well? It's a good um, question of, like, how do you memorize? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of both. Muscle memory helps a lot, just already knowing, like, how you have to move. And then, I guess, yeah, I do, like, if I'm doing it blindfolded, like, I when I, my eyes are closed, I imagine the arrow scrolling as I'm doing it. Like, I just picture the chart. Because it's kind of like just photographic memory where you just, where it's, like, scrolling, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess I don't know how to explain. Yeah, I mean, like, memory's a weird thing to try to explain well, so in, in words, I guess. You, you also memorize, like, to accompany uh, actually looking at the chart, too, so not just blindfolded. Right? Yeah, so if I'm, so even if, it, if I'm playing on stealth, so then I just kind of, I'm looking at the screen and I'm imagining the arrow scrolling in the empty the space. Order. Yeah, in yeah. the empty space, as if, as if they were there. So, like, how, how so long does it take you to memorize a chart? <laughs> like, um, like... A, if a new 17 came out. A 17, a new, brand new 17? Yeah. I mean, it'd probably take me, like, two, uh, like, an hour and a half to memorize it, and then probably, what? like... Jesus <laughs> Christ! Okay, so, like, when you want to memorize something, are you opening it in Step Mania? And, yeah. Like, looking at it, by chunk at by it, chunk? Yeah, and so I memorize the first measure, and, I, okay, and then I play it, do it with my eyes closed, play it, do it with my eyes closed, and, like, a bunch of times hmm. until I get that down. Okay, and now I look at the second measure. And then I do the exact same thing, play it over, play that measure over and over, and then play with my eyes closed and see if I can do that. And, and then I go do, from the and then I do one through two, and then I get that down, and then I add in measure three, and then I get do the same process, and then I just iterate it for like an hour and a half. Damn, that's oh, that's dedication. It's a skill man. that you have to practice. I for sure. Yeah, I've I've like tried to even memorize like sections of charts before, and all like. It would take me an hour and a half to memorize, like, the ending of, like, Max Period or something. Yeah. Like, and I would probably still fuck it up. Like, oh. even memorizing the end of Vertex back in the day, fucking, I, it probably took me three hours yeah. to memorize, like, the hundred arrows or whatever it is at the end. Not so, even, it's like 50. <laughs> so when you first started doing this, like, what was the first song that you tried to memorize? <sighs> I don't even... Uh... Like, did you go straight for the boss songs, or like... No, was it was, it... I did some easy songs first. I think... <sighs> I, I'm trying to remember the first thing I stole. Things are so long ago. I think I remember there was a video of me doing Sweet Sweet Magic Stealth. Um, I remember doing that stuff. I think I did Can't Stop Falling in Love Stealth, the Speed Mix. That was that was a long time ago. Cartoon Heroes was. Did it take you longer back then to memorize things compared to now? Um, I think back when I was stealthing things before like i think it was just because i played it so many times that i could just do it it, it wasn't one of those things where i was like okay i i want to memorize this yeah but it was kind of like i already had a lot of muscle memory and i just like sat down and just kind of filled in the gaps gotcha and, do you still remember charts like 
Like, if you had to play Cartoon Hero Stealth right now, would you be able to do it? Or does it, is it, no, do you think it's more of, like, a temporal thing of, like, uh, like, you memorize a chart because you want to get a really good score on it, and then, like, so that, like, sort of takes up your brain, you execute until you get it, and then, like, parts of it fade away? Right. So if I do that, then that's just short-term memory. Okay. Like, before tournaments, I'll, like, I'll... I'll do stuff like memorize the speed up of uh, Rapon GD. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Same. And so, like, I'll cram it in my short-term memory, so I'll be ready to play. Or, like, Happy Lucky Yeppy or whatever. Like, I'll memorize the ending before a tournament. Just, right. Just so I can just play it on a higher speed mod. But then, like, a few days after, it's just out of my head. Yeah. I mean, but, that, so that happens to me, but I've never <clears throat> actually, like, deliberately memorized a chart before. So, I mean, I tried Max Unlimited once, but I'm not... It was very bad. So, like, I was, I'm not sure if, like, the process of, like, fully memorizing it and then playing it a bunch when you have memorized it, not for a tournament, but just because you want to, yeah. does that stay longer for you in your brain? Uh, like Revolution, for instance. I could you could, do that I now? I could not do that. That, that was short-term memory. Like, oh. I, it, it was, so, like, a lot, of the thing, a lot of the things I stealthed during Ace was, I just want to see what I could get on stealth. And so I, okay, I cram it in my short-term memory, and then I go to the arcade, and then I like try to get the best score I can. And then if I don't try to stealth it after that, then it just kind of fades away. Okay. It's like high school, just like... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, cram like for the test. Yeah. Like, but and there's things that stay in long-term memory, like Max Unlimited. Like, that's in my long-term memory. Okay. So, so I mean, like... like I mean, legit quest. Like in school, were you really good at like memorizing stuff for like tests? Like, did you kind of do the same in thing? Math, yeah, but not for not like history or yeah. Whatever. I was I was pretty bad at the things that required like reading and like um, remembering facts and stuff like hmm. that. I was good at math because my my brain is very computational. So like things like math came more yeah and like, i guess then. like D- ddr steps more is more like math than it is yeah it's remembering dates and stuff yeah. math and music are kind of closely related yeah in a lot of ways uh punk rose on twitter asks if you could play ddr with any celebrity dead or alive who would you play with <laughs> what are these why? questions james is getting all the, the, I like the, the goofy questions funny. yeah i saw that i saw that <laughs> one i didn't i i honestly like don't know would um, you play with yuichi or Naoki? Play, play with Ariana Grande. Oh, Captain oh, Jack. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Captain Jack. That's probably the best reply. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> press F to pay respects, everyone, when you're um, watching this. I, I want to see the SoundCloud thing, and I want to see no comments on the video until this point right now where 30 people just press F. Um, so we, we kind of already talked about SoundVoltex, but Oliver was asking, like, um, when you played, when you were kind of, like, getting better at... at Sound Voltex, um, did you notice any synergy between Sound Voltex and DDR? Like, did faster than 200 BPM stuff on DDR become easier as a result of, like, stuff on uh, on Sound Voltex? Like, like how how kind of the games interact with each other for you? Um, I, I have to say there's, like, not much similarity. Um, I think the only thing that transfers is kind of, like, reading the four white buttons. Um, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of similar where it's kind of like the spatial, the spatial thing, it kind of translates, but not really because you're playing spread. You're not, you're not alternating. Yeah. So when I was playing Stemini, I had no experience with playing spread, like having uh, just assigning two fingers to these two arrows and then just like playing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's like the only similarity, but besides that, like, yeah, pretty different. Yeah. I think like a lot of people who have played dance games before and like try and play sound voltex like that is the easiest part is that like yeah it's like oh it's four lanes like it's step mania but just with like flat notes like right so i think like anybody who's played ddr or itg or whatever can like get 
at least a couple levels into sound text before the knobs start getting really fucked up. Right, yeah, and just, it's just, the rhythm obviously um, translates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just knowing how to hit certain rhythms. So this question actually got a lot of votes. Uh, It's from Steve's username on Twitter, and he asked, uh, what is the lowest point in your DDR career, and how did you move past it? Um... Maybe well, I I don't know if my DDR career, but in ITG and four rapid six, I didn't I didn't get top I didn't make it to top eight. Um, Damn. So was that, that the was that space war or no 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 that was that was the four rapid six was the year before. Oh okay. So that was twenty twelve. Yeah. Twenty twelve. And yeah. what happened? I just was i just performed pretty poorly uh that was the summer that i was only playing ddr supernova at the local arcade i wasn't practicing i, I couldn't practice IG. i didn't have a machine around me mm. so i was just triple a the game on stem or on, on supernova um so and then i went to four rapids to compete and i did pretty bad did, did pretty poorly um didn't make top eight which was <laughs> kind of humiliating for me did, um, did it motivate you to work harder after the next one? Oh yeah so then then the next year for rapids you won i won i won that one i was like <laughs> that's awesome i just, I, I i lost and then the next one i decided to win instead <laughs> i think that's good life that advice. basically sums it but, up but i mean like I, I think a lot of people kind of i mean that's a good lesson for people is that like some people may have lost and gotten really discouraged but like instead you took that and and you used it as motivation to like right. get, get better mm-hmm. um so i think that's something everybody can learn from we're a very wholesome crew here on town yeah trying trying to get some life lessons here for y'all uh i saw one oh uh so omar on uh, twitter also asked uh, there was a brief discussion about this on discord um they were wondering if you had experiences with uh ddr related injuries and uh what steps you could (laughs) actually so i know this side note i really want to i do eventually want to have like an injuries injuries episode episode, like i could go on and and i i I think chris should be here for that one (laughs) we could we might need to bring him back for 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 that episode specifically just for injuries yeah yeah, you, I don't know, do you want to do, uh, do we do we want to hold off on that question for a future like, I, whole you, episode? I, 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 injury prone. I think I think we can answer really, like really quickly. Okay. I can go in depth later, maybe. But what what are different things that I've injured or yeah, like how do you prevent it from happening and or like what, you what, don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong yeah, person. Yeah, how do you? St- how do you <laughs> not Chris would love to know. <laughs> yeah, you tell me that. Yeah, you, you tell me. That. You played London Evolved. Was it C? I played. Or, oh my god. And then injured his so shin dumb. so bad. Oh, so tell dumb. us what happened. Okay, well I'll tell you about London C. So this was in November. <laughs> um, I was just trying to PFC it, and at the end there's there's the quote Scooby patterns where you have to turn sideways and like whip your body around, but I don't. I don't. I don't mess. He doesn't roll that way. I don't. I don't do all that. I don't fuck with Scoobies. I don't do all that. So I double step everything very vigorously, like very vigorously. And you can see the video on YouTube from that day that I injured myself. You can see how how wild the double stepping is. But I played that song for like an hour straight with like no break. And so every time I was going really hard, like shuffling my feet and double stepping, like very like (laughs) aggressively for the ending and then afterwards i was like oh my god like my shin kills right now and i like did not listen to my body at all like i was like i'm gonna pfc this like i don't even care okay and then i remember remember after that would you recommend like other people like hey if if something hurts stop yes (laughs) so so i remember after that incident you went to the doctor 
Yeah. Uh, I'm curious what you told the doctor and what he said to you. Um, I'm trying to remember the exact visit, but I, I mean, I know how these visits go in general. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. Like, around just, the block. <laughs> I've done this before. I like, I like explain them. I explain them with DDR is. I like show them a video. It's like, this is what I do. And like. This is how are I the documentary like, that I was in. <laughs> are like, they like, watch why that? are you doing that? You just like bring your plaque with and then, you. And, like, and then they tell me to stop playing. I was like, no, I can't. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't understand. They, they never understand. Just give me the good stuff, Doc. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're, me the, they always tell me to rest. And I'm like, no. no <laughs> I, I'm going to take painkillers instead. So give me the strongest morphine you got. Yeah, so that day punished me for a month because that's how long I was out. And yeah, um, so you couldn't, we had a tournament. And that was when, and that Woo, was, I won, yay! And that was, and that injury came five days before there was the San Jose tournament. Yeah. yeah. So. And that, that was when you got really into quick drop. Right? Yeah. That, that's the over the quick <laughs> <And> drop. Then, <laughs> me laying down next to a pile of uh, tickets. tickets. <laughs> that was, that was fun. At least something good came of it. Yeah, what'd you get with all your tickets? I actually still have my, I think oh, I have like 90,000 tickets. Jesus <laughs> I have like almost two PS2 or two PS4s on my. <laughs> that round one card is legendary yeah. right now. Do not lose that. Very, so so yeah. the question was about like how, how to prevent it. Like, does that mean that now, whenever you find yourself like going toward an injury, you stop? Yeah. So one thing I do to to mitigate that risk is just not playing every day. Um, I give myself at least a day or two rest, no matter what. Mm. Um, I always listen listen to my body a little bit more now. Um, Sometimes like you, when, don't, you can't tell until you've like yeah stopped until playing, you stop right? playing you yeah. but you, so I'm very I've learned to be very self conscious like self aware of like I I'm always assessing like does this hurt like does something on my body hurt right now? <laughs> imagine Chris waking up in the morning and like slapping his arm no, and being like no. does that hurt does, no, I meant shaking while, his leg does this I know, hurt uh, <laughs> I meant while I'm playing no I know I just I like to I like to imagine this this is the <laughs> scenario I'm just like you're at like you're eating a burger and you like slap your knee you're like oh, Oh, that okay. Now that felt normal. That felt normal. Bro, yeah, okay. but I'm doing that like while I'm playing, just constantly assessing. Just because sometimes you get kind of carried away and like, so, or at least me, I get carried away. <laughs> I, like, the adrenaline. Too. Yeah, and I just start going off and like forgetting about my physical like being. And, <laughs> That's why we play. Yeah, and so love I'm, to go off. So I I don't injure myself as bad as the time I injured my shin. So, but. Things do come up. Like. Didn't you go on like a sound voltex bender for like 24 hours? <laughs> oh yeah, and, and, then, and then your hand hurt. Yeah, and so and then I do myself in sound voltex too. <laughs> You're like finally a game I can't possibly hurt myself on. All right, this is not a helpful conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Prevent it's it's good. Um, yeah, we could we could go on. And are you on are you a hand blader? Is that how you hurt yourself? No, it was doing um, blastics rights. Blastics two two fifty six <laughs> drills. <laughs> For like, you gotta, you gotta see the gift that's happening in the making right I know, now. Shit. Just we, Chris we, pretending to to play Plastic Riot. Um, God, those are some of my favorite like uh, videos. Is like people at tournaments like just tab. There's one where like Spurgeon at oh, that Magfest yeah, or something. Where they're just like tab. I swear, there's so many videos of me surfing. Like there's there's, just, there's even that like you and Hudson in the documentary are like standing there like yeah. on yeah. The, the rail like fucking. Oh yeah, they they got a little bit of that. Oh yeah, I, shadowing. Yeah. I think one of my one of the things I've learned by hanging out with Chris is that I can't can't be near him when there's music playing that's really good because all of a sudden like I'm just standing there like we're not, we're not like a yeah. concert we saw Jackasid together in yeah, San Francisco and oh, yeah. I'm just like standing there I'm kind of grooving in the music and all of a sudden I just get 
no, on the back of my shoulder. I'm like, ow, it hurts. <laughs> I Jesus. At, at Jack is in, Chris going up to people and saying, there's a slow down. Slow down. down. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, Chris, I know. We all play Stephania. We all know this. Dude, I live for the half half speed slow. Oh my god. <laughs> or you'd like so it's just like a wild, like twelfth, like it breaks into twelfth notes, you just see Chris's face just like, whoa. Dude, I, I do the same shit, but like anytime I hear like a twelfth note breakdown in songs, I'll be like, yeah. oh shit. Like, the ride the like, changes. The ride the bass. The ride the bass. The ride the bass. This song's just like ride the bass. Uh, and speaking of ride the bases, uh, what was the? Do you remember me? The was that the, no. hi, the hype? The remember you? Hype remember, the fuck, John? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that that video is legendary. Yeah. What was that all about? Oh, that was me just messing around. Like I played "Remember uh, You" the, like yesterday twice. Yeah, of it's one of my favorite songs to play. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm just gonna make this more interesting, and I'm gonna see if I can gallop into every single arrow. <laughs> I, I think you added more steps than there are actually in the song. Yeah, I, I made it like a solid like flashing ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a nice ace fourteen. Like some good shit. <laughs> yeah. um, we got uh, a bunch of questions about sort of like. Uh, uh, technique and like approaching the game sort of stuff but um one from desley was uh if my goal is to pfc harder charts is it more valuable to only go for like pfcable charts or like to play harder stuff and improve my skills and already addressed i i know that every play everything will come up but i have a limited time to play and want to get the most out of my sessions so like 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 if you're if you're trying to pfc like 16 or 15s for example like should you really only play 15s that you think you can PFC, or or like should you play harder stuff too? Um, I don't know. I I I know like when I'm learning, I'll play. I'll be in this difficulty range, or let's say like 14. Like you, so you want to like PFC like a 15 or something? Yeah. Uh, I'll well, first of all, I'll try to find the easiest 15. That's that's what I do. So so romancing layer, and then I'll practice romancing layer a bunch, like. I'll play it until I can get the highest score I can, like, in that session. And then I might move on to maybe something harder. And then, because it's, I guess it's hard to explain, like, on the spot, but if you, if you can get slightly better at harder songs, then the easier songs will become Even easier. easier. Yeah. Like, so you'll have an easier time with those songs. Yeah. So I, I guess it's like a, like an iteration where you go back and forth between easier and more difficult like that's what i do in sound voltex right now like i'll i'll play like i'll stay in the 17 range and then i'll challenge myself with like 19s and then when i'm challenging myself with 19s a lot when i go back to 17s they'll be a lot easier and i can score better on that so i'm I'm sure the same thing translates to ddr or or any rhythm game really yeah just try and vary it up like yeah Play, yeah, play play a 14, 15, and 16 yeah. or something, or kind of whatever, whatever, like, whatever, if you're going for 15s, like, play 14, 15, 16 or something. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, play, playing around that range uh, will not hurt, yeah. I, I yeah. think. And that's what I, I want to clarify. <laughs> that's what I mean when I say play everything. It, it means, and I, I like, like, you can play a song a couple times in a row, but I think people get fixated on, like, you know, you try to play Romancing Layer, let's say. And you get a 991, and then you get a 992, and then you get a 986, right? And you're just like, okay, the PFC's not happening, like, today. And that's fine. Like, break off, do some other things, especially harder things, and then the easy, like, romancing layer will become easier. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, 
it's very tempting to just stick at what you're good at. And you may say, like, oh, I have a 992 on Romancing Layers, so the PFC is close, but if you can only get that and you can't, like, every other 15 you get, like, below a 970k or something, then, you know, you're, you're going to optimize for one song and then you're going to not be able to translate that into anything else. And that, I think, is the bigger problem. Because then, after you, if you do PFC Romancing Layer, you're going to say, great, what's next? And then you're going to have to repeat this really long iterative process rather yeah. than, like, doing things that will just make everything easier instead. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I do. I, well, I, I know that we have opposite play styles. I, I pick a song and then I just play it as as much as I can until I get the highest score I think I can. Right, yeah, but, but, but that's you, what you're, I'm saying. You, is, but you're, 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 like, at the level where you can do that. That's like, the yeah, difference. Yeah, so, like, but for people that are kind of coming up, the, the difficulty like they, scale. They, don't, they don't know, like, what they could possibly do? Or like, well, just that... that so like people like if you're if you wanna if your goal end goal is to PFC uh, romancing layer and you 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 think you're capable of like a nine 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 one so I'm I'm gonna play it until I I think I can in, until I get that nine nine one okay okay now I can move on to the next thing and like yeah. practice I think I think the key is like optimizing yeah like getting getting the highest score you can get before moving on yeah that, that's, that, that's that, no that's mentality. a good that's a good strategy yeah. what I, and what I mean like when I'm preaching play everything. It's not necessarily because I follow that, because I think with me and Chris, it's much different at the top when you have like such a small number of perfects that you can grind off, like, a, and you're just gonna have to play it a hundred times before you get a better score. Yeah. But there are much easier, like you. There's a progression, a skill progression that is like a logarithmic curve of basically you get really good really fast so long as you do play things that are varied and then it tapers off at the top and that's when the grind really starts to happen mm. yeah, i think yeah. people look at me and chris and they say well he has to play egoism 440 challenge 500 times by the way do you know how many times you've played it i really am curious it's in the 300 okay 300 <laughs> times to pfc it right so i must need to do that to pfc the 15 that i want to pfc but that's like not it's they're not, not equivalent necessarily, they're yeah. completely different scenarios and so I, but people look at good players for advice. And so I think that's why I, I try to like steer the conversation in a certain way. Be like, don't look at what I'm doing. <laughs> don't look at the man behind the curtain. Like this guy does weird things because he has to, but like you have a lot of skill that you can build and grow on. And mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, it's very different depending on where on the, the curve you are. Exactly. Going up. Yeah. You want to, you want to basically just keep like going along that curve. And I think, and you don't want to get stuck anywhere. And eventually, get, you are going to get stuck getting, because that's what happens. Getting better at other charts will naturally get you better at this one chart that you wanted. Yeah, exactly. And I think you can agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep, yeah, Jeff said it 8,000 times on this show. Um, <laughs> Apparently, I got to say it again. <laughs> I, I, you did clarify, though. Yeah. You don't mean literally... I mean, like, you, before... I don't mean you, playing nine. Sorry. I, it's a very... It's a now, like, funny thing for me. I don't mean play 19s when you can't pass 15s. That's never what I mean. It's that, uh, yes, egoism is part of everything. But it doesn't, I'm not telling you to play that. I'm just saying, peep, don't get fixated on the same charts that you love, that you're good at, because mm -hmm. you'll never improve if you stick in your comfort zone. Right. It's more of a comfort zone thing. I yep. agree. <clears throat> um, okay, well, we're going quite long, so we'll move on to... Yeah, let's... You want to do tap side of the week? Yeah, so um, last year, or last episode, rather, we had um, our special guest... John Chaos pick a uh, song Ben Brincar. We had uh, I picked I Futurist, and Jeff had what I pick 
Oh, uh, Taj, Taj, he's Oh, yeah, Taj, he's Tommy Sunshine's Brooklyn Fire Remix. <laughs> yeah, that was really hard to fit into the graphic, because that, like, yeah. it, oh, yeah. it's, it's like the longest subtitle in the universe. It, it, it's so long. It barely fits on Confirmed on by scientists. Long. Yeah. Text. Uh, yeah, so, um, we had some people play this week who sent in their scores. Uh, Polyrath, uh, ALE, Lance of X, Peekaboy, Tung Jung Yantham, Third Irony, Third Irony, Alexor, uh, Feelings Won't Fade, um, it's a local player, right? Yep. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wicked Fedora and Kunal Des. Um, so thank you for everybody who's playing. Um, we before we forget, I keep forgetting to plug. We always forget. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at sf underscore evolve. Oh, we used to do that all the time. Yeah, and we, we've kind of <laughs> forgot lately. So um, and then we have a Discord, which is like our pinned tweet. Um, you can join the SF Evolve Discord and talk to other dance game players. Like a bunch of us are in there. Um, talk about dance games and memes and all sorts of fun things. Um, what other? We got YouTube. We got our YouTube channel. You go back and check out our uh, our video uh, podcast series, episodes one through nine, I think, or one through eight. Eight, we're, maybe, we're, yeah. We're yeah, videos, yeah, and um, we've got some other cool stuff up there. We have uh, tournament footage from the uh, last autumn tournament at uh, Round One San Jose. Um, the finals. Oh, oh, and yeah, finals and hopefully we'll. Be able to get the Genesis stuff up on there after yeah, this weekend. Follow, follow our Twitch. Same thing. Twitch.tv slash SF underscore evolves, right? Mm-hmm. Underscore? Yeah, underscore. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're the underscore everywhere. So, yeah, follow that so that you uh, you can watch the Genesis tournament if you're not going to be there. But if you're going to be there, then say hi to us instead. Yeah. In person. Um, so, yeah, thanks for everybody who sent in their scores. Um, you can send it in with hashtag tap set of the week. Um, we post the graphic on Twitter uh, whenever the episode goes up. Um, so you can find it by the song jackets. Yeah. So, sometimes. <laughs> Which is helpful. Yeah. Songs are in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. And things like that. We got so. some weaves on the couch here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Chris, you want to kick us off with your, your suggestion for this week's tap set of the week? Yeah. Egoism. No. <laughs> this week I'll pick Elemental Creation. It's one of my favorite songs in the game. And it has a really pop difficult chart, which is a 14. Nice. Mm-hmm. I plugged that on. Yeah. I think we were talking last week, two weeks ago about the, uh, the reach the sky difficult chart which is also a 14 yeah there's a lot of good difficult stuff yeah oh, I, I, think, I think reach the sky yeah. difficult oh man it's it's very good so good um, so yeah it, play expert challenge difficult whatever you want whatever sounds most fun um, so my choice is uh, Private Eye it's a nice chill 12 uh, nice song from X3 it's pretty easy to MFC like comparatively I yeah, know that's like a lot of first MFCs for people pretty on sync yeah so it's uh, a good, it's a good chart. Yep. And my choice is, uh, I actually don't know what the name is. It's the the knee socks song. It's like uh, 185 BPM. Do you want me to say yeah. the name? Yeah, just say the name. Oh, I just had it. Uh, to, it's it's Totsugeki. Uh, shit. See what we mean about Japanese songs. Yeah. <laughs> How does it go? Again? What 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 mix is it? From? I'm not I'm not gonna try to. It's from 2014. Uh. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the unlocks from twenty. It's Totsugeki Glass No Niso Hime, so it's Niso it's being purple, right? knee socks. Yeah, she's yeah. wearing like knee socks yeah. in the in the in the jacket. And it's like one hundred eighty five BPM. And uh, I like the fourteen a lot, but you, of course you can play any chart you want. Um, it's, it's good practice for drills, which I'm bad at drills, so I like playing it. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had some questions about drills that we didn't get to, so play that song. Practice drills. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'd like to know how to know, how to do drills, please. Yeah. So 
I think of drills a little differently. Like, I feel like drills are very fast, and towers are like sixteenth hmm. notes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you think? Do you feel like there's a difference? Like, I, I like if it's like one eighty, like sixteenths, I would do like I would call them towers. You would call that a tower. Tower, but if it's a drills, like. You know, I like, thought towers were like an oh. egoism, like after the bass kick, where it's yeah, like, those are towers. Well, but it's it's not. Oh, that's interesting. So they're not necessarily on two arrows, is what you're saying. Uh, I mean, they are for a while. Well, and then it switches. So, so no, I think, no, 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 I think not, they, not both of these Challenge. things are on two. Both these things are on two arrows. Oh, okay. It's just that I feel like towers has the connotation of being slower. Like they're more like sixteenths and. Drills are more like 24s or 30s. I think yeah. your towers and drills are my drills and trills. Yeah. <laughs> what? And, 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 uh, drills like, are like... Like, the, like, like slick. The, yeah, the, slick has trills. That's drill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a communication game. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, right. that's... I, I, whatever I the fuck you want. Drills. Yeah, everybody has their own, own terms. We and towers are like... Horatio is towers. I thought... So I thought towers was like when you have a drill of like my definition of a drill and then it switches to another two set of arrows. Like the like egoism, like... You know, it's like... It switches between those two arrows. sort of. Yeah. That's what I thought towers were. I, oh. We, we got like I, a SF Evolved lexicon. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we I need actually a don't know. I maybe that. Maybe that, that no, I think case. you call it whatever you want. Like that's <laughs> everyone just. It was call just everything when you, when you said drills because I just looked at it. What about like Chaos Eater? Chaos Eater. It's two Ooh, ten, two see, ten. See, they're, that's they're probably we're both line. drills, right? <laughs> see, that's like what's crossing. They're that's, fast for me, but slow for you. It's like it's like it's like they're kind of fast. Oh wait, no, drills, but they're but they're kind of. They could be towers. It's a, it's a tr- <laughs> no, they're, know, they, they're like, two ten sixteenths, yeah. Chris. It's a drills, drills. That's almost as fast as a drill. You can you can only yeah, you can either play towers. the chart or talk about the chart. You <laughs> can't, can't do both. Can't do both. Uh, that's I don't know. It's it's I, it's like a connotation. It's like it's like where where do you draw the line? It's just yeah. Like, for yeah. me, it's if it's fast, it's uh, drills, and then if it's slow, like it's like like bur- I call them bursts. Even I guess like slick has thirty second. Oh, bursts. those are bursts. Oh, I think the bursts bur- bursts have to be less than like four notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bursts it's like four or less. Like oh, it's, oh, like, like egoism like, has twenty fourth bursts, bursts in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the slowdown. That's true. Like those, ten, like yeah, or like those those dopamine. Drills. The br- yeah, yeah. Dopamine has has bursts. bursts. Little twenty fourth yeah. bursts. Yeah, yeah. Burst. Well, I'll, we'll interesting distinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Burst. Anyway. Burst of Gravity. Oh, that's what a good song. <laughs> Shame it got removed. Doesn't have any bursts. Though. It doesn't. <laughs> Alright. Anyway. Drills trills. Uh, we digress. I, that's, I think that's all we got for the show tonight. Uh, I guess uh, just a reminder, we've already talked about it a bunch, but Genesis is uh, this coming weekend, Saturday. And uh, the following Saturday is free, Freestyle Takeover. So, see you guys there. And thanks, Chris, for joining the, yeah. the show tonight. Thanks it was for my joining. pleasure. We'll, we'll have you on again soon. Yeah. yeah. For, the, for the injury episode. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to talk about the injury episode. Yeah. Uh, All right, yeah, thanks everyone for listening, and thank Thank you you for playing. playing.